This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's McBride. They're going for three. Ten seconds to go. Taz Sherman. Steps back with a hand in his face. Likely was there to defend it. Culver kicks it out. McNeil's got it. Didn't get it off. Oklahoma State wins it. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the books. Again, our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji here on BetQL Daily. This is the BetQL Audio Network. Thanks for hanging out on this Friday. We bring into the show Chris Felica at Chris Felica. On Twitter, you can you see him on ESPN's Daily Wager, of course, uh, game day during college football season. He co-hosts the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast, so make sure you check that out. There's a lot of different things we want to hit on uh, with Chris Felica. Bear, appreciate your time, as always, uh, as we head into the semis and for some conferences, the quarterfinals today. Uh, what's your headline so far in college hoops this conference tournament season? Uh, that... We've seen at least that's going to be something that probably moving forward isn't going to really matter. But in a lot of instances, we've seen teams with not a whole lot really to play for teams that have really been struggling uh, coming into the conference tournament week, whether it was a a team like Miami or DePaul or just the bottom feeders at Cal, the bottom feeders here for conference tournaments, uh, pulling a couple of upsets and, and winning a couple of games here and there. And, uh, one of the one of the most dangerous assumptions, and one of the things that I always laugh at around Championship Week is, oh, this team's got to win to to help their NCAA tournament resume. Oh, they got to win, and betting on the team that's got to win and needs a win just to simply win the game on a to spend them on a money line is usually a, a dangerous thing. But I, but I think uh, yesterday and, and certainly today, I think things are going to normalize a little bit because you're getting some some. Um, maybe not better match, certainly some better matchups in some leagues, but some matchups where uh, it's not a pronounced difference where these, these teams that are at the top of your, your conferences are going to be taking these games uh, a little bit more seriously. And maybe you won't get as many upsets, even though I will say uh, the Maryland, Michigan, Maryland came out and uh, came out on fire here, but it looks like Michigan is kind of, uh, even uh, just actually just took the lead out before, uh, Four half time, so they battle back. So it yeah, took a little while to get going, but uh, it looks like the big boys are going to be going to be teams to be here. Chris, what are the implications, if any, of Virginia not being able to play in their game today? Well, I, I think uh, the, the biggest implication now moving forward is going to be what is the testing structure look like for Virginia moving forward into the NCAA tournament next week. Like, like how many, like, 
when does their clock start in terms of the, the negative tests that they need to have in a row in order to play in the NCAA tournament. And uh, another thing that kind of is interesting just in terms of uh, people talk about futures at conference tournaments and how sometimes it's better to roll over money line parlays with uh, individual games. Like, like this is an instance where if you played Georgia Tech prior to the, uh, the conference tournament, obviously no one could have predicted that uh, they were going to be in a situation where uh, they were going to get a, a buy or cancellation into the conference final. But this is a spot where having that future bet on Georgia Tech prior to the conference tournament, uh, you're getting a heck of a lot better price now on uh, on the Yellow Jackets because what you they were a big favorite yesterday over Miami to win, and then they would have been a little bit of an underdog. But to have that 14 to one or 16 to one, whatever they might have been uh, to win the ACC tournament, now you got them in the title game, and now you're really looking at a situation where uh, they'll, they'll be an underdog tomorrow when you can maybe fall around and have a luck and a profit. Chris, they are an underdog for tomorrow, but they're going to get the benefit of having a day off, which you never get in a conference tournament. Does that matter much? It, I don't know if it really matters as much for them being that they, I think, I think the interesting thing got to really deflect the question, but the, in terms of having a day off, I think it's, that's what I'm most interested in now for Florida state, um, not having played in over a week. And you saw Virginia tech, uh, last night they had what two games in a month, and they certainly looked like a, a very rusty team. So I think the fact that Georgia Tech played yesterday, uh, I don't think the day off today really affects them one way or another. But but for a team like Florida State, which hasn't played in over a week, and um, and now you have to come out and play a really athletic uh, North Carolina team, a team that came back from a, a big deficit in, in their last meeting. Uh, I, I think the, I think the Seminoles could be maybe North Carolina tonight might be a, a first half type of play. If Florida State isn't as uh, cohesive and isn't shooting the ball well and aren't getting those turnovers on the defensive defensive end of the floor. With the Bear, Chris Felica on BetQL Daily. Uh, Chris, are there any games that you love today? Whether we're talking this afternoon or this evening, uh, I, I kind of like Missouri getting the points. Uh, uh, against Arkansas, I know Arkansas has been playing some of the best basketball, uh, not only in the SEC, but a bit in the country. But M- Missouri just seems to be uh, a matchup problem for them a little bit. or is, wh- wh- Whatever it is, Missouri has seemed to uh, have answers, uh, uh, beat them outright once, uh, lost in overtime, and now line's kind of short. So uh, I tend to lean towards Missouri, and I think a lot of people um, also – or uh, jumping off that USC bandwagon after last night's game and just really letting Utah hang around, missing some free throws, and uh, th- that game going to double overtime when when SC really should have taken care of business uh, in regulation. So I, I, I think SC against Colorado tonight would be another side that I would look at. What about, I'm going to go back to the Big Ten. We already mentioned Maryland and Michigan playing right now. They're at halftime. Um, the Illini against Rutgers, and that is an eight-point spread at the moment with Illinois being the favorite. I, I would probably look at maybe playing Rutgers here plus the points. Uh, I, I like Illinois um, over the next few weeks as a team, but but again, first game, um, who, who, who knows? Rutgers getting, the, getting that win last night, getting their legs on them. It's a tough Tough team to play, a physical, defensive-minded type of team with, with, with a really uh, exciting player and Hopper and some other guys. So, uh, I think this will be a game. Maybe we'll see a similar situation where 
uh, Illinois starts a little bit slow, like maybe Michigan did, and then ultimately you'll you'll see them work themselves back into the game and win. But if I had to play the game uh, on, on the uh, on the, uh, the the point spread line, I, I'd lean towards taking uh, Rutgers plus points. Chris, I know it's not just uh, college hoops for you. You're paying close attention to golf and what happens at the players. Man, did some of the best play some of the best golfers that we see on a week-to-week basis, really get eaten up by that course yesterday. Ian Poulter released a video on Twitter just making fun of himself, and uh, Rory McIlroy was at the table, too. It's pretty humorous. Uh, anything that you'll be watching, do you have anything in play uh, for this weekend at the Players? Yeah, Victor Hovland was my uh, top pick uh, in the column this weekend. Unfortunately, he got that weird two-stroke penalty because he had a yeah. mark his ball because in and so that that kind of took him out of play. But I I'm gonna look after this round is over and see what the in play price is on Bryson DeChambeau because uh, I think the narrative going into this tournament was that oh he's not gonna be able to oh the out of bounds this course is Bryson proof and uh, he's showing right now that it's not I, I'm looking he's he's currently two shots back and he's on eighteen right now and uh m- maybe and obviously he won't have the clubhouse lead at the end of the day because there are two players in at six right now. Um, but uh, but I, I think DeChambeau, I, I don't know if he'll be the favorite um, at the end of play today on the, on the end play number, but he's certainly someone that I will love. Uh, I would look at his number and maybe him going uh, back-to-back, which is such a hard thing to do when consecutively. Uh, John Rahm played well again today, and maybe he uh, has kind of gotten things figured out with his new clubs as well. So it, it looks like we may have a, uh, a nice little duel between John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau uh, this weekend. Is there any play over the weekend you like, whether it's it's golf, uh, otherwise in golf, or it's it's Premier League, whatever it is? Is there something you're really into? I, I think you can look at um, horse racing uh, in, in the Rebel at Oakland tomorrow. Caddo River is the uh, the morning line favorite. He drew a rail, so he could feel a little bit of pace pressure, but he looks to be. Uh, the, the class of this field. So I, I would take a look at Cato River and the Rebel. Usually I'm not a, a guy who likes to play favorites, but I think he's going to be hard to go to, to go by. Brad Cox in Oakland is a, uh, a, usually a winning proposition. I, I think if you look at uh, some soccer ahead at, <clears throat> tomorrow, uh, Hull is a team that's actually down in League One. Uh, they've been playing great. They just beat uh, Peterborough in, in, a, in a match that where the, the, the top spot on the table was at stake in Hull. And Peterborough still has a couple of games in hand in Hull, but uh, the Hull Hull's uh, uh, Oxford. And uh, if, if Hull can continue their winning ways, they're, they're a slight favorite at home against Oxford tomorrow. And I, I would think that uh, a win would be in the cards for Hull. And then later today, you could take a look at Atlanta uh, hosting Specia, uh, Atlanta uh, fighting tooth and nail after another uh, Champions League spot. Uh, they're at home, and you could probably lay a goal with Atlanta and feel pretty good about that. Chris, is there anything that uh, the BetQL daily listeners and viewers can file away for the Derby? Because we've been watching uh, these preps over the last number of weeks uh, for the Derby. Is, is there anything that you're just thinking about, or maybe you bet very early on? Uh, well, I, I certainly wouldn't play like the the, the the big favorites right now. Like life is good and. Uh, at the short numbers that they are, because they're really not going to be that much shorter uh, come Derby Day. I, I think the, the biggest thing that I, I would suggest is just. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, because I think that at times can cloud your judgment uh, in really fairly handicapping the race, because uh, there are going to be tons of twists and turns uh, over the next, what, seven weeks or so. Uh, until we get to May 1st for the Derby. Horses are going to fall off the trail. Horses are going to emerge. Uh, you could draw up potentially a bad post in the post draw. That will really affect uh, potentially the flow of the race. So uh, just try not to fall in love with someone where you're handicapping. is going to be skewed that no matter how much you handicap the race and from however many different angles you handicap it from, you're going you're gonna to fall on a horse. And don't expect, like I had mentioned the, the other day, about a horse named Prevalence who ran yesterday at Gulfstream that he was 30 to 30 or one or plus to so in the Derby Futures. If you were looking for a price, he was someone uh, worth playing. Now he's got a win or one second in his next prep to get into the, uh, the Derby because he was a little bit of a late bloomer, but just, just trying to find some different, different numbers where if Prevalence does make the gate, he'll probably be around, 12 or 14 to one or so. So you got a little, you got a better price in that future, but if you don't, then it's no sweat. Chris, real quick, before we go, any future bets that you really like right now? Um, I, I would say, unfortunately, I think the best numbers are gone. Uh, Illinois to Illinois and Florida state. I, I had mentioned them a couple of weeks back. That was right before Illinois had beaten Michigan. Um, in the Big Ten, and I'm sure their number has dropped right now, but I still think that there, there might be a, a, a little bit of a value with Illinois because I still think they're viewed uh, as, as a cut below Michigan, Baylor, and, and Gonzaga, and, and, and maybe they are. But 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 I, I think of all, I think they're a clear like number four, if not number three. I mean, I think the people that bite like. Illinois better than Michigan. So I, mean, I, I don't know what their number is right now, but you could probably still get a pretty decent price uh, on the Illini. Yeah, it blew my mind. After that Michigan win the next morning, they were 20 to one. And then it was cut in half uh, a few hours later down to 10 to one. That's Chris Felica, ESPN game day producer. You see my game day during college football season. Uh, of course, daily wager. You watch him there and you listen to the Stanford Steve and the bear podcast. Uh, Chris Felica, best of luck this weekend heading into the tournament. All right. Thank you. Thank you guys. Good stuff there, as always, uh, with Chris Felica. Good dude. It, boy, has his star risen with, with the spread of legalized gambling over the past few years. And I mean, the dude has been on game day forever, does a great job. Yeah, he's he is really good. And you mentioned um, Illinois, or he mentioned Illinois. Can you even place a bet? No. You got to cross the board over to Indiana or do it illegally. Okay. Because, I mean, they don't even show up on, on my screen here. It's I can't even so look at it. annoying. Yeah. It is so annoying. That's Chris Raji. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. We'll come back with our best bets. Eli will join us. Best bets of the day. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.